Hello and welcome to today's podcast. It's our great pleasure to welcome Jamie and Tom, the founders of the soon-to-be iconic interior brand Divine Savages. As a super talented design duo, they have built a homegrown design interior brand in just over two years. That takes some doing and today we're going to talk and hopefully to learn just about how all of that has happened. Tom and Jamie, welcome. Hello, thanks for having us. You're most welcome. Firstly, congratulations. Um, I mean, for anybody listening, you really cannot underestimate the talent and drive needed to create such a successful brand in um, such a short space of time. So well done to you two. Well done, guys. Yeah, it's been a busy two two and a bit years now. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. It's good to be busy. Um, So as you're busy, let's get straight into it and um, let's ask a few questions for today. So first of all, tell us how, when and why the Divine Savage brand began its journey. So basically it started about three and a bit years ago. I used to work at in at a design trend studio in London and um, I basically got ill and I got like a labyrinthitis like a virus in my inner ear mm-hmm. which caused severe vertigo and it got so bad I couldn't work on computers and I had to give up work so I was a bit depressed and I love designing and I love using computers to do that that I was basically just sat at home for days on end <laughs> and then mm-hmm. And Jamie were discussing it and discussing what I wanted to do. At first, I was like, right, I'm going to become a dog walker. Because <laughs> I love <laughs> dog. Okay. <laughs> and then eventually, it got to a point where I could manage my own time. So I gradually built up time again on using computers. And then in the time in between not using computers, my brain was still being creative and ticking over. And then... I discussed it with Jamie and then we came up with the ideas of Divine Savages. Yeah, so we kind of thought, like, obviously I, I was working and still work full time, so it was something that kind of originally we planned that kind of Tom would do, um, but I'd help out on and we both had a kind of shared love for interiors. Um, we'd moved kind of a few years before and managed to buy our first place. Well, so yeah. kind of starting to stamp our own kind of style and look on our house after kind of living here for a few years and not really doing much um, in terms of decor. So that kind of was bubbling around in the background at the same time. So I kind of we kind of came together and thought, oh, maybe it should be something interiors based. Um, and it kind of grew from there, really. And um, yeah, and then cut to kind of two and a bit years later and we kind of had a great couple of years so far. But yeah, we kind of started small and had an idea and Tom also, his background is in branding. So we kind of spent a lot of time in the early stages of kind of really honing in on kind of what we wanted the brand to look and feel like and kind of. I've, I also worked in the fashion industry, so I was doing quite a lot of all over prints and large scale patterns so it kind of lends itself to wallpaper quite easily so yeah so you're you're the you're the textile kind of design brain then tom yes okay yeah. i yeah. do the designs and the creative photography and that sort of thing and then jamie does everything I, else i hate I up. <laughs> yeah. up the business side and um, marketing and networking and all of that stuff and he's very good on the social media yes you are very good on the social media jamie <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but doesn't that just show you how multitasking one has to be these days? 
Yeah, definitely. But I think, I mean, obviously we've come to meet a lot of other creatives that kind of um, started out similar time to us. We did top draw quite early on. And Mm -hmm. um, I think we're lucky because there's obviously two of us and we do know a few people that are kind of are doing it on their own. And it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's so much work just for us two. and, And we're quite lucky that we have quite clear lines as to kind of where our skill sets are as we just said I kind of focus more on the marketing and the kind of writing and the networking and Tom does all the kind of creative stuff so we know kind of where our strengths are we can divide responsibilities quite easily but yeah it's so important yeah yeah doing it on their own it's very very hard so I guess when you started your business plan you you knew that you wanted to build this creative brand um and the next question was, how did you decide which products to begin with? So did you choose wallpaper because it was um, kind of, I want to say easy, if it's not necessarily easy, but it is a simpler start-off, isn't it? Mm. It was the natural progression I found from all over prints. I just, it, and it's kind of where my passion was as well. Yeah. So, and you can make such a big statement with wallpaper. So, and I do love bold and colourful and crazy prints and designs so that was what I like to get my teeth sunk into yeah kind of had we yeah once we'd come up with the brand and the name and kind of the bold kind of obviously we lean into the kind of pattern and print side of things so yeah wallpaper kind of just felt quite a logical place to start um and then yeah the kind of and obviously kind of we started with smaller things like limited edition art prints and kind of home accessories but yeah the wallpaper has really grown for us and now it's kind of what we're really known for now that's great so did you start with a mood board and things did you kind of is that how you did you get all your ideas down on a board yeah it's so build your identity yeah i i'm kind of like a sponge so i before i (laughs) you don't look like a sponge tom (laughs) we've met you look nothing like like spongebob (laughs) (laughs) um i started um, absorbing, I, I'm, I am literally just absorb anything I look at and I keep it in the back of my head and we, with Divine Savages, I started on the actual designs before we came up with a name or a logo. I just started to, I think I designed Gira Avery and Deco Martini before we'd actually started the actual brand. Yeah. Wow. So I knew after I did done those designs they kind of like directed us in our dna as well and it's as you say yeah it's become your your brand's dna as well hasn't it which is great yeah yeah and we kind of always like to add a kind of bit of a kind of twist to a design so the deco martini um is obviously kind of based on the classic um 1920s fan motif but with a martini cocktail instead with a splash of vodka yeah exactly (laughs) um so yeah we kind of like to have a bit of fun as well and we kind of at the time when we were kind of thinking about it and obviously this is a passion of ours and so we wanted to have fun as well as obviously trying to grow business in a brand but kind of the fun element was kind of always at the heart of 
kind of why we, we were doing this together. So that I think has also naturally come through in some of our designs and some of our- I think it does. I think it comes through on your Instagram as well. It, def- it definitely is within that, that whole design, that whole brand recipe. It, it's palpable. Yeah. You can see you guys are having fun. It's good, it's yeah. good to see. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, and we are. Yeah, it is a lot definitely. Of fun. Oh. So t- tell, us about, um, tell us about your favourite designs or collections and why. Ooh, that's a difficult one. They're all my babies. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the problem, Tom, isn't it? Get attached to them that. all. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Crane Fonda is a particular favourite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, if you don't know that one, it's um, kind of, uh, kind of yeah, yeah, with um, crested cranes. Yes. Uh-huh. And palm, and palm trees, and it comes in a co- coral colorway, which is what the first one that we launched. And we actually created that wallpaper when we were renovating our kitchen here. Great. Uh, fell in love with some pink tiles and then needed a wallpaper to go with it. So obviously I called on Tom. And then um, we actually opened up the naming of the wallpaper to Instagram um, which came back with the name Crane Fonda, which we thought was genius. So It is great. Yeah, I was just going to ask you who does the names. Yeah, it's like such an important thing. It is, yeah. So often overlooked, but it's so yeah. important. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of things to kind of think about these days as well in terms of obviously Google search and having a unique name, but something that's easy to remember. Um, so, yeah, we have... Uh, I think maybe three of our wallpapers we have um, we did a competition for people to actually um, put in names and pick them so that's been really fun and then yeah the others we kind of come up together or we have a kind of whatsapp group with some of our friends um, and designer friends as well who are driving insane (laughs) yeah thoughts and feedbacks in kind of a little whatsapp focus group so, yes yeah <laughs> um, but it, it's great because you actually you're living this brand aren't you because you you have it it's it's your home you actually yeah. enjoy all of these all of these products and all of these designs definitely. yeah definitely. yeah and that was always again from the start that we'd always kind of said anything that we kind of create or design we would want in our own house um yeah i was gonna say um my favorites are probably from the new collection, and I do love Zaja, um, is probably Bid and Bloom or Hierarchy. But saying that, we're putting Botanized Heritage in our studios. <laughs> yeah, so to- Tom, just tell us quickly about that, because that latest coll- collection was done in collaboration with the Natural History Museum, wasn't it? Yes, yes, we were very lucky. Um, Jamie reached out to them to see whether they're interested in doing a collaboration. And funnily enough, at the same time, they were looking into expanding into the interiors world. Um, and they were actually, at the same time, we were working with them, working with Flower and Ball. So that was kind of like a nice yeah, yeah. something to be next to. Um, so, yeah, we just, they were really good. They were really open to things and my first initial sketches I sent them, they just like, yeah, love them, go ahead. Brilliant. And then next day showed them the colorways, like we love them. So they were really enthusiastic as well. Really and, nice. and do those do those designs sit on the Farrow and Ball color palette then? No. No, it's uh, independent collaborations, yeah. Yes. Okay, fine, right. I didn't um, cross over, but it was just um, nice to be, yeah, so they also did something with made.com um, with some uh, print designs kind uh-huh. of work. So 
yeah, all three kind of collaborations launched around the same time and kind of the end of last year. So wow. it's great we were kind of amongst those other two kind of big. So, um, so I have to ask this question then. Did you get to go in the cellar and search through the archives? <laughs> yeah. I did look through the archives, but um, you, you're not allowed to touch them. You have to have rubber gloves to touch oh. everything. So there's an expert doing it for us. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, they wouldn't trust Tom, and no. probably quite no. right. Yeah, they've got a digital library, so it was, they've got um, everything that they've got in the archive scanned in. So it, it was really easy and really helpful. Well, that's great. And then you just pull them out, work on them, do your bit, and then send them back for approval. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was our first kind of major collection, really, since we launched in terms of kind of a kind of capsule of designs that kind of. Obviously, we're working to launch a specific date. We had a PR agency to kind of help us, Great. which meant that there were lots of deadlines to meet. And kind of previously, we'd been working quite organically. So that was quite a kind of learning curve in order to kind of work to deadlines. Obviously, all the interior magazines have such a um, long lead time. They so, do, yeah. yeah. So we kind of, yeah, it was quite... Quite stressful. Busy and stressful, <laughs> but yeah. We so were you really were, were you working on a three-month lead with the uh, major publications? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we launched, yeah, we were obviously launching in October, so then all of that imagery and everything had to be ready three months before. So, yeah, but it was great, and yeah, we're super proud of the collection. Yeah, definitely. It's great that you also learn so much as well, don't you, through those associations? Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it expands your knowledge. All, I think any collaboration always expands both parties' knowledge. It's uh, they're always well worth doing. Definitely, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, it's really great. Well, I wish you well with that collection. I have had a little sneaky look, and it looks gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's very very nice. So, tell us um, how your products are manufactured. Um, is everything is everything digital? Are you using digital technologies? Yes. Well, um, we're looking into foiled wallpaper which is a bit of an exclusive foiled uh, foiled yeah so yeah, we're great. we're looking into foiling um the traditional flexo surface way but yeah. um, currently everything's been digital printed which yeah. we love and it's just easy and it's the results you get is so vibrant and you can it just gives you more freedom i think yeah it's it's, it's nice to use multimedia but you know you can also print on foils now jamie digitally yes i did did you try it, And Not yet, not yet. Oh, you've not tried it yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, I should have a play with that. I did, okay. a, yeah, I did a few um, a few for an exhibition for the FESPA exhibition that we did last year. And there's, there's so much going on in digital technologies to, to just push the boundaries of design. Um, it's very exciting. Yeah, cool. really exciting. Yeah, it's great. So you are looking to use both digital and, as you say, um, screen technologies together as well to add more patina to your brand in the future yes yeah yeah and it's just kind of looking at other yeah just results and as you say kind of playing around with different techniques to kind of get a different aesthetic and kind of part of the design so yeah we're kind of um just experimenting a bit yeah it just makes them more tactile as well doesn't it, it gives them more surface when you do that sometimes yeah. yeah so actually part of the natural history collection we have well, what a couple of the designs are on textured paper, but then we also have a grass cloth mm. um, kind of bespoke option as well, which is kind of quite luxurious and quite different. Um, it adds a bit of a kind of more traditional tapestry-like feel. So that's, that's great. 
fun to do. So yeah, we're always kind of looking at different kind of surfaces or different materials. Yeah, I've I've seen some prints recently on silk as well. Um, silk backed, paper backed silk looks absolutely yeah. gorgeous and again yeah. just makes it such a luxury product that adds gives you guys the the usp um so i really look forward to seeing what you do next there that'll be fun i've seen some um linen back paper as well which yes yeah really nice texture yeah yeah and of course once you get into linens and things like that and you're putting them on um on um paperback wallpaper um yeah then you're also being sustainable too because everything's completely, totally biodegradable. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, yes. yeah definitely, definitely. Very important. Yeah. Definitely important for the future. So, quick question then. What do you love about digital and what don't you like about digital? Ooh. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's <laughs> probably one for Tom. Um, <laughs> what I love about digital is that it's very a quick it's a quick process when you're if you when you go to the factory and you want to do some slight tweaks and changes it's very easy to get an instant result just by printing it direct yeah um i like it strike offs of digital it's a lot easier process um the I'm trying to think the the affordability good for you guys as well because you can do those strike offs and you can be creative you can see yeah. if it works without having to order 100 rolls Yes. Exactly, yeah, That's the minimums are small and we can get, yeah, obviously we can do a sample run very efficiently and affordably um, and try new things out. So, yeah, that's always obviously an advantage. Definitely. And the, I think the depth as well you get with digital is really good, especially when um, quite photographic or there's a lot of detail. When you use kind of flexo or traditional printing, you kind of lose that depth. Yeah, so you tone it and then it just looks a bit newspapery so it's a bit bitty but the bad thing I guess is it digital is slightly more expensive when it comes to rolls of wallpaper compared to the traditional True. but yep. the traditional you pay a lot more to set it up yeah than you would when it comes to the actual the rolls are a lot cheaper but the setups a lot more yes. so when because we started off kind of me not in work and Jamie kind of paying, covering the mortgage for both of us. Digital was such a good way of getting into interior yeah, wallpaper. Of just getting our products made and trying things out um, really affordably. So, yeah. That was another benefit. Definitely. That kind of brings us on to our next question, really, because um, inventory is a huge issue for small businesses. Yeah. So how do you guys manage stock or do you, do you print on demand? Um, so when we started, we kind of were looking at printing on demand, um, <clears throat> and that kind of worked for a while. Obviously, you have lead times of around three to four weeks, um, but then we were finding we were kind of get, losing a couple of orders here and there because I think obviously these this day and age everyone wants everything so quickly. Uh -huh. and we're often kind of similar when we're working on a kind of renovation project we do leave things to the last minute and then the builder's coming next week and we need everything here like tomorrow so we kind of switched to kind of holding a small inventory and obviously as we've grown over the past couple of years we're fortunate enough to be able to kind of on designs that we know yeah 
are kind of like our top kind of five or whatever, then we obviously hold uh, more stock of those and kind of manage the the lesser ones. So it's kind of in between at the moment. Um, yeah, because we kind of wanted to offer people the opportunity, obviously, to order today and you can have it tomorrow if you want it. So um, it's working quite well. Obviously, yeah, it's a bit of kind of management in terms of obviously batch numbers and everything is a bit complicated with wallpaper specifically. Mm -hmm. So we've had to kind of learn about that. Um, we recently switched to a fulfillment company who now obviously handle all of our shipment um, and packaging and they store all of our stock now because, again, we were running it from home in our spare room and then our spare room became kind of filled to the ceiling with boxes of uh, rolls of wallpaper so that wasn't working anymore so it spilled out into the hallway yeah <laughs> it's kind of really stressing us out so yeah um in short yeah we kind of hold stock now but in kind of still not massive numbers but um obviously we hope that if someone order um, comes to place an order then nine times out of ten we'll have the kind of stock ready to ship for them immediately that's great and i guess as you say like as, as for margins with small businesses as well as as business grows you can buy more stock and ultimately you'll yeah. make more margin won't you exactly so yeah that's definitely helped um yeah obviously the more you print the cheaper the rolls work out so yeah that's helped um over time as we've grown um and again as i mentioned kind of our top lines that we know are popular then uh, we kind of order those in bigger volumes and kind of but yeah it's what, definitely what about learned. what about your adventures into textiles and fabrics how do you see those building yeah um fabric's been a bit of a difficult one for us just mm -hmm. because we were using a company who were doing both our wallpaper and fabric and they went under with all the kind of information so that was a struggle and then we discovered our wallpaper company who were great, uh, but they didn't do fabric. So it was quite a journey to kind of find. Um, a blend the two for colour, you mean? Yeah, yeah it's kind yeah. of Tom's the kind of OCD. OCD when it comes to colour matching. He's, but right, he's right, designers have to have OCD. They do. Really, really it's, it's in their DNA. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so yeah, it kind of takes a lot. Uh, when we have a new design obviously get the colors right on the wallpaper and then you have to obviously then match it as closely as we can with another supplier on the fabric side but um it just kind of takes a bit of time and yeah. effort but yeah we got there and the turnaround with printing fabric you can send it off and sometimes it'll come back seven to ten working days later and that's quite a long time when you want to something sorted so i find that's sometimes Jamie says, Jamie has no colour, like he, he thinks every colour's the same. I'm like, what's the difference between this one and this one? Which one do you prefer? And he was like, they look the same. Yeah. I'm like, Jamie, you're colour <laughs> yeah, There's a 5% difference, can you not see it in the green? <laughs> the blue saturation by like 0.2% yeah. and like I'm expected to notice the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I would notice the difference, Tom, you and I are in the same camp. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really, really so interesting. Um, so you guys have been so successful and uh, kind of coming up to almost the last question. What do you, wh how, how do you attribute that success in such a short time? And if you don't mind, what would you say is the secret formula? How 
how do you pull it all together and like you say hold so many so many balls in the air at the same time because you're juggling so many different tasks what's the mm. secret <laughs> yeah it's hard um, i think you just survive uh, okay <laughs> so I think that's the secret it, we just kind of it happens magically somehow yeah. i um, mean I mentioned before, we kind of both have different responsibilities and that definitely helps. Yeah. And we have yeah. key strengths in different areas. So we're able to just kind of get on with different things and not step on each other's too, uh, toes too much. Um, I but I think... Sorry, you go. No, and I was kind of just going to say, kind of when we started, um, obviously Instagram has been a massive marketing tool for us to reach that kind of dedicated interior audience and that's I think definitely helped us grow over the past two and a bit years um we started teasing the brand before we launched which I think built up a bit of excitement as to kind of who is this kind of divine savages what are they doing who was who's behind it kind of thing and that um you know obviously the Instagram community are so dedicated and they've really supported us and shared us and then that's got us in front of various journalists and uh, writers and stylists so it kind of just kind of built from there and then yeah. we've been lucky that various publications have got behind us so Sunday Times Home did a fe big feature on us about a year ago which really Great. helped well done the other um big interior magazines and obviously the natural history thing now so yeah it's kind of just grown steadily over the past couple of years i think also just like i would because as, as a sole designer like i would just be doing designs 99 percent of the time and then i just post uh, instagram photo and i probably wouldn't do much interaction with that but it's so important i've learned that I'd say a third of your time should be social media, kind of marketing, kind of hashtagging, replying to comments, and then the rest two thirds, design and production. So I think if I was on my own, I'd definitely do that. Whereas normally, if it, I hate the other side of social kind of selling yourself, I think it's very hard for a designer on their own to do the designs and then try and promote themselves i think I it's a big thing where we don't like to blow our own trumpet that will will kind of you're, like, you're absolutely right tom why are designers like that you're, you're absolutely right it's so hard i think it's because you become so emotionally attached because you when you create something you put your whole soul into it so yeah. you don't want to hear the criticism that really might be about price so it's as you say it's so it's so good that jamie takes over that side yeah, exactly. that's definitely saved. Kind of protects your creativity. Yeah, completely, completely. I, I do dip in there now and then just to see comments and see what people's reactions are, whether they like a colorway or don't like a colorway. But apart from that, Jamie kind of takes the reins. Yeah, he sometimes forces me to do a story, which I hate. But apart <laughs> <laughs> I think that kind of feeds in as well. People, we like to kind of. Um, like people like to know these days kind of who is behind the brand. So yeah. we're quite open. We obviously, like you mentioned before, we kind of live the brand. We have obviously our prints and wallpaper and everything in our own home. So we often kind of show that and talk about that. Um, so, I, yeah, I think people kind of have just embraced us, really, which yeah. has been amazing. The um, Instagram community has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's definitely helped us grow. 
But you are, you've both been very transparent, haven't you, throughout the whole journey. I think that's, as you say, you can see the personalities behind it and there's a real life force to your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, we hope to achieve. <laughs> you have achieved it, Jamie. Dramas behind the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well, let's see some of those on Instagram. Then. Let's see some of the yeah, yeah the back vaccine dramas. Color matching drama. Yeah. Watch this space. Oh, that's really good. There's one question that I skipped. That's a really important one. Tell me, um, do you create bespoke design commissions for the interior marketplaces? So, if if one of the listeners, if somebody came on to you wanted to do a bar or a restaurant or a, a private home, but do something totally exclusive, is that that? Do you do that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we have a bespoke option where yeah, if there's a different colorway or something you want on one of our existing prints, then we definitely can do that. We've done that a couple of times, actually on our safari soiree wallpaper. Um, we work with a client in Germany who wanted it on kind of like more of a green base colorway. And then we actually loved it so much after we uh, did that for them that that's now part of the collection, which is oh, great. Good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we can do yeah all different things. As I said, we do the grass cloth on some of the natural history museum uh, designs. So yeah. yeah, we had an interior designer who wanted one of the new botanized heritage, yeah. uh, and they wanted it tweaked without the kind of the border in it. So um, we did that, and then it's been sent off to the printers. So they should be getting their bespoke rolls. That's great. Um, yeah so anything we're more than happy to work with people to kind of get exactly what they want yeah just allow them to customize a little bit yeah, yeah. well definitely. as much or as little as they like i guess but taking yeah, yeah. exactly yeah with your can. style as long as it doesn't hurt my eyes i'm more than happy <laughs> <laughs> and jamie won't notice <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh that's great guys we're almost finished so last question tell us what what's next for design savage what's the next decade going to bring you both Oh, decade. Wow. Well, right. Yeah, you can just do the next year if you like. That's too far ahead. <laughs> um, so first up this year, we are going to do ICFF in New York. Fantastic. So, yeah, we're thinking about kind of um, obviously trade shows this year. So that one is first on the list. So we're really excited about that. We've found our kind of um, American market kind of growing a lot more in terms of sales so yep. i think it'd be a really good one for us to kind yeah, of they, they love british brands yeah to push there so that will keep us busy until may getting everything ready and then we're gonna working. as i said before we're gonna launch some foil we're gonna launch four foiled wallpapers oh exciting of our current designs but tweaked into foil so yeah. yeah we're looking forward to releasing them as well but that'll be later on in the year yeah and then there was kind of looking later in the year at kind of an, a, a new collection in terms of kind of new wallpaper Designs, prints. Yeah. So, yes, quite a few things. Also looking at kind of maybe a couple of other product lines um, to kind of add to the um, offering that we have already. So, yeah, but we'll sort ICFF out first and then <laughs> take it from there. But yeah, we've, I mean, we had such a great um, year last year. So we want to kind of take stock of kind of what we've achieved and yeah, really kind of look at what, uh, where we want to go next. Yeah. Be another collaboration further ahead, probably not this year, but um, 
in the future. So we're kind of starting to think about who or what brand we might want to work with next. Great. But you're building with organic growth, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Small, small steps, but really yeah. important ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you, guys. You, you both stars, and thank you so much for the podcast today. Um, where can our listeners, where can the listeners buy your products? Uh, so it's uh, divinesavages.com dot mm-hmm. um, and also at divinesavages on Instagram if you want to follow us. Um, those are the main two areas. So yeah. Oh. That's great. Well, I'll make sure both of those are in the podcast notes so people there will be clickable links to make life easy for people. Um, well, it's Friday, guys, so have a great weekend and thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for explaining your brand. It is fabulous. No, thank thank you. you so much for having thank us. You. It's been great. Okay. Speak soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.